This is the Housemade Podcast. We're your hosts, John Vieira and Nick Bobbin. We're here to cover your questions about home bartending. So let's get into it. Welcome back to the Housemade Podcast. Um, Today's episode, we're kind of building on the last couple episodes that we did. This is the non-essential home bar tools. Although you may want to have them, they'll make your life a lot easier. Mm. Yeah, they will. Uh, And I I would say that we should probably even touch a little bit on like, if you don't have it, how do you do a workaround for it? Some of them are pretty shitty. There are some workarounds, but... Um, Okay, so the first thing I think, though, when I think of these non-essential but handy bar tools is a hand juicer. Yeah, hand juicer is huge. Just in the last episode, actually, we were talking about um, making certain drinks, right? We had our top five uh, cocktails that we make at the bar and that we think your... Guests would want to drink. Right. Whatever event you're throwing, they're probably pretty likely to be on the list of things that they want or that Mm -hmm. you might want to prepare ahead of time if you're doing like a menu sort of thing. Um, And so some of these drinks like margaritas, uh, whiskey sours, you're going to need fresh juice, right? I can tell you from experience that if you do not have an actual citrus juicer, (laughs) um, you're going to, well, first of all, you're going to lose a lot of the juice because you you won't get a lot out. When you go to squeeze it, um, even if you squeeze it really hard, it's going to spray everywhere. It's going to make a huge mess. Well, okay, so without the juicer, the best that thing that I've found that works is to like roll the citrus really hard yeah, like, like before you cut it. Okay. Then like cut it in half and then I usually what I do is I stick it inside of the tin like with my fingers and I put my palm on the outside of the tin and I push it together. Mm-hmm. And that Saves most of the juice. One, uh, you don't like it doesn't spray you in the face, or right? Like right. You I just don't, don't spray get in the lot. face. Um, one nice thing about the hand juicer as well is it kind of catches your seeds. Mm-hmm. Um, it just makes the whole process a lot quicker and more streamlined because then you can just fling that thing open, throw it right in the trash can, um, and you can juice like a shit ton of citrus. Oh, yeah, pretty fast. With one of these. And they're not very expensive. They're like 15, no. 20 bucks. No, you can get them super cheap. Um, I do. I will say the cheaper you get, though, we've watched Pat fucking break them yeah, in two. So th- these, this style of juicer, there's a fulcrum pin. It's where all of the pressure is happening. So if you get one that's really cheap, that pin is probably just going to snap and then it's useless to you. So I would recommend if you're going to buy something like this um, – on Amazon, at least, to look yeah. at the reviews. Um, I bought one last year. It was just a stainless steel one, and it actually came with another tool as well. I can't even remember what it is. It was like a zester or something. But that thing's fucking awesome. It's like super sleek, super smooth. Looks yep. great. Works really good. It's actually in the back room at the bar right now. But like, it's awesome. It works really, really well. And then I have in my drawer right now in my house. It ha- I have like a. I think it's from Winco or something, and it's just one of those like kind of cheesy yellow colored ones that has uh, like the enamel coating on it. Yeah. Oh, is it the one that's? Have you ever used those like uh, juicers that got the like they're like the saucer and they got the fucking thing that sticks out the top? Oh yeah, I've, I've seen those. like yeah. orange juicer or whatever those uh-huh. like old school ones. I, I haven't used those, but I, I those are good those... for oranges and grapefruits because they're oh, too big gotcha. to fit in a hand squeezer. Yeah, yeah. Uh, limes or lemons work really good in the hand. I, 
I mean, they make electric versions of them. They have all kinds of stuff. I would recommend though, just, just starting a little with hand, hand one because you can get yeah. it for probably like ten bucks. Totally. And you might already have one in your shit drawer at home. I mean, yeah, a lot open of people is like, yeah, or like maybe your mom or dad has like twelve of them. You know what I mean? <laughs> like it's one of those things that like sometimes it's like a potato masher. You think like, God, do I have one of those? It's fucking Thanksgiving. I'm gonna go buy one anyway. Yeah, and you already and have. You one. have now. You have two. Yeah, right. Or like a thermometer. Like everyone has multiples. So anyway, that is super important. I would highly, highly recommend getting your hands on one of those. Uh huh. Um, also two kind of in that same, uh, citrus prep stuff is like a Y peeler. Yeah. A really good Y peeler. Not the, like the potato peeler that everybody already has, which you can use those. Potatoes, zucchini, carrots. Uh, it works really good for like dick shaped things. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but the Y peeler, the Y peeler is so important when you're doing citrus. And if you like to keep the skin on your hands, um, (laughs) it allows you to palm whatever the citrus is. So uh, let's say a lemon. It allows you to hold that with your fingers safely out of the way and run that peeler down the side of it um, with your your main arm, whether you're right or left-handed, uh, with your main arm going in a natural motion, not trying to like do the sideways wrist thing or accidentally slipping. Um, if you are somebody that's going to be serving drinks that are going to utilize peels, uh, i.e. Yeah, if like you're going to garnish anything, yeah. Anything like that, um, you're definitely wanna go, going to want to get one of these. And the the thing is they're crazy cheap. Um, I like the little there's, – there's a Swiss brand. I can't remember what the name is. It starts with like an R. But I think they sell them yeah. in like two and three packs on Amazon for like, like almost free. Five bucks or yeah. something. I, for think, like three I think literally individually they're like $3 or something. Oh, like, yeah. You know, the blade's going to go dull after a while. It might rust yeah, if just, you wash just it. Throw just it away. throw it away. Just yeah. get a new one. That's what they're for. Um, I've tried some really like nice, badass, expensive ones, and I'll be honest, I don't super like them, dude. Well, yeah, because what we tried the uh, what were those ones we bought for uh, the so, bar? Yeah, so we got the uh, it was like an ass seen on TV bullshit one, but it was supposed to be really cool. It was, <laughs> it was like the f- Titan Peeler, I think. Is what oh it's called. yeah, I just remember it that broke the blade the snapped in two. Yeah, literally broke the first day, and some people at the bar still use that one because they prefer it. I never liked it in the first place, so good riddance. <laughs> but anyway, um, yes, Y peeler. That's going to super important. It's going to be a game changer yeah. if you are garnishing with peels. Yeah, because you. I mean, so you could get away without using it. You could use a paring knife because you probably already have a paring knife in your knife block. You could. It's probably duller than shit. You could. It is safer to use a peeler though, especially if you're hosting a party and you're also drinking. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because if uh, <clears throat> although no, I have taken uh, people to the ER over a Y peeler before. Correct. Yeah, if you peel the, your fingers off. Yeah, sometimes uh, accidents happen, right? Like things behind the bar, you're trying to move fast, things are slippery. It really is pretty avoidable, I, I say. I would say too, I yeah. think it comes down to technique. This is something we can really easily do a video for in our little like you know technique hub that we're mm-hmm. going to put on the website. Uh, Housemadesyrup.com will have like a little, just kind of like a home base for all of this knowledge, uh, technique kind of stuff with video components. Um, but yeah, so we'll kind of go over that. What's next? What do we think? Um, okay. So we have paring knife written down, but I think it's one that almost we could skip. You probably have one in your knife block. Just make sure it's sharp. Yeah. Most people probably have one. I do want to emphasize the 
make sure it's sharp. It's really easy to get one of those uh, handheld sharpeners. You don't have to use like a steel or anything. You don't have to be familiar with it. Um, yep, the most dangerous knife is a dull knife. Exactly. If you're if you're really trying to like hack away at something like so, say you're um, making some lime wedges or some lime wheels or something for your drinks. If you have a sharp paring knife, it's a breeze. You don't just even have to think about it. Slices through butter. Just slices, just no problem. Even if those uh, limes are a little bit soft, that's when it's hard. Is when they're kind of soft and spongy, and you really have to press. Yep, and that's dull, and you're pushing hard, and yeah. then you fucking slip, and yeah. you just stab yourself in the hand. Yeah, you do not want to do that. Uh, just keep it sharp. Just buy yourself a little. Uh, God, they're like five bucks. Oh no, just like a little sharpener thing. Um, scale. That's one that I think. I think every home should have, but I know almost no one has one. Yeah, scale is super important. Uh, I mean, think about all the fun things you can do with it aside from bar stuff, too. Totally. You can weigh your weed. You can weigh your weed for sure, but you can also weigh like small household pets. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I've definitely weighed my backpacking gear with it before. Yeah. Because I'm talking about just like, I'm talking about one that's got like a five to 10 pound max. It goes in ounces or grams. I mean, they're like 20, 25 bucks at the max. There are some really expensive ones you can get, but yeah, don't, you don't buy into the hype. Crazy. Um, they'll, yeah. they'll try to sell you on extra modes and extra stuff yeah, like no. that. Yeah, Because scales, scales really, there's like, there's like two kinds, right? There's ones that deal like a very high weights and then there's ones that deal in very low weights and if you've got a scale that does all of it it's crazy expensive for no reason so like i think the one that we use literally the one that we use at the bar was like six bucks for like portion stuff it goes in like tenths of ounces and that's it the biggest difference when you're looking at the cost of a scale is going to be it's accuracy it's accuracy but for everything that we're going to be doing at home, at least for bar purposes, making some simple syrup, stuff like that. You don't need to be like super crazy dead on mm-hmm. NASA accurate. Um, you just need to be in the ballpark. You just can't eyeball it because we're talking about weight versus volume for things like solids versus liquids, right? Mm-hmm. So if you're adding sugar to water, you can't eyeball that. That's not even going to be close to equal parts, right? Totally. That's why you use a scale. You're just going to have repeatable results. That's what you're looking for. Because if you make this cool drink, whether it's a recipe that you came up with or not, and you use X amount of simple syrup in that drink, and then you make your fucking simple syrup differently the next time, (laughs) that drink is not the same. Uh, And scales are really good for dieting, too. I use them a lot for portion portion stuff. No, they really are handy to have. Um, I don't necessarily have anything off the top of my head that I've used it for, but I know I have. I have one in my drawer, and it's super useful. Yeah, I, I use it, too, to, like, ship packages. Oh, yeah, yeah, totally. So if you That's do... That's always uh, a good one. If you do, like... Sell the anything online. UPS, uh, you, you can print off the labels from home kind of thing uh, for people that ship stuff out a lot. So you can, yeah, you can absolutely do that. Um, okay, so I put a muddler on here, which I think is cool for some drinks, although we almost don't ever use one. We don't really use it in the bar setting, but I could see at home if you wanted to do like a uh, like a mojito or something, mm-hmm. I, could, I could see it being cool. And that's, that's a hard one too that I was trying to think. I'm like, if you didn't have a muddler, what else would you use? Besides like, I think I've watched you use like a really skinny fucking liquor bottle. 
to fucking jam shit in the yeah, bottom of a tin before? You can. Not ideal. Um, yeah, because it is glass. It will break. Well, not just that, but it has those that little like divot in the bottom uh, of the bottle. Yeah, so it's yeah, not so even like flat. Can't get a lot of so it. So the great thing about muddlers, if you decide that you would like to have one, is that you can find them almost anywhere online, at least. Um, we, we refer to Amazon a lot just because it's so commonplace nowadays and almost everybody has... At Amazon Prime account. Prime, yeah, like in the household somewhere, right? So you can get something for like a couple dollars shipped to you in two days or less. Yeah. So... Uh, although I will say that I like... Um, <laughs> God, what what does a, a Cocktail Kingdom call it? Like the... the Badass bad muddler, muddler or something. Yeah. It's, it looks like a big fucking black dildo. It's food, yeah, it's food like, grade it's, plastic. Yeah, it's like the big like vinyl kind it's, of one or it's whatever. It's dope. It's $13. I just looked at it. It's $13. Bucks. It is cool. Now, here's the thing, though. You, it, it's not wood, so it's not going to fucking absorb fucking stuff and grow. And Yeah, it's super dishwasher safe, which a lot of wood products you might not want to run through dishwashers. Kind of like cutting boards. Mm-hmm. Uh, they'll just get really shitty over time and dried out. Uh, here is the thing. Don't buy one that's bamboo because that's like, (laughs) it's like one of those like, um, weird, like, so actual bamboo is extremely durable, but the stuff they sell at stores and market as like, Oh, this is crazy. Super awesome bamboo. It's like the shittiest trash ever. I bought a cutting board one time that was supposed to be bamboo, and it literally broke in half. <laughs> Just like I wasn't even doing anything. Which with is it. pretty crazy because, like, when you the rest of the world uses bamboo for like well, scaffolding and right. shit. When you have actual like real bamboo, it's super like the tensile strength is super super strong. This has got to be like the MDF equivalent of fucking <laughs> bamboo. bamboo or something. Like I don't, I don't know what it is, but whatever you guys out there are doing to make this bamboo shit, you need to stop because it's terrible. Um, but it gets super dried out as well, so don't get a muddler that's bamboo if that's an option. Um, okay, so I also put atomizers on this list. You could there's a very easy workaround: just rinse your glass and dump it out. But like, yeah, but don't dump booze. I know. Well, dump it in your mouth. Right. Well, yeah, that's an option. But uh, the atomizer, I just think it would also add a little bit of flair for your guests too at home, because you know we're talking about the little like a little spritz bottle essentially, like put you know your absinthe in or some scotch or something as like the nose or a rinse or some kind of of a cocktail. But it yeah, just, for sure, it just looks pretty sexy. Like especially if you have making somebody like a like a sazerac, you know, and you're like, oh, hold on, why? Yeah, the glass. Yeah. Uh, well, out. and also like the absinthe rinse makes the Sazerac, right? Totally. So you, know, you, you have to do it. Yeah. I mean, if you're looking for that drink to be made well, it's like you got you got to have it. Uh, they're super cheap. You can get them probably in like uh, packs of two or three or four. Yeah, I think I I got the, all the ones for the bar I bought at like uh, World of Nutrition, which is like a uh, like a whole food or like a, a, a wellness store. They sell like lots of teas and shit like that. Oh, okay. They were like, I don't know, three bucks a piece um, or something. I will say, if you're going to go down this road though, get something really small. Oh, in, yeah, in little volume ones. Because if you get a like hefty one, one ounce. Yeah, you're going to have to put like half your bottle in there just for it to work properly. And as it gets low, you have to add more. They make these nice little tiny ones. They don't take up hardly any space. You can keep them in your uh, cabinet or your drawer, whatever you're doing. And it kind of looks cool. They look like, uh, you get a lot of them. You look like you have an apothecary. Um, I mean, you could even like buy cologne in bulk and put it in one of these things and (laughs) use that as well. Um, Surely there's 
other things that you could use with them. I was thinking too, um, I haven't done this, but it might be cool to put like orange blossom water or something like that as an ingredient and use that as an aromatic topper to something like a margarita. Oh, so like we say, try that. you know what I mean? Like say it's like, um, you're hosting, um, an event to your house and it's, uh, spring or summer, like kind of nicer weather. Uh, you're out on the patio when you're outside you don't get as much of that nice, like aromatic from drinks because you just have so. I mean, depending on where you live, you're going to get outside smells. You're going to get uh, there's just so many more air molecules floating around that it's not as concise as being like in your kitchen. Mm-hmm. So it might be really cool, depending on what you're doing, to blast out a couple of margaritas, zap it with some of that uh, orange orange oil or like orange blossom water might be. Like easier, you could even cut it with a little bit of water as well, so yeah, it's not as it intense. Not so yeah, um, and just like man, when they put that up to their face, they're gonna be like, "Holy Whoa. shit, this is like the freshest yeah. thing ever." That would be cool. Um, no, I have done that before. Uh, trying to do the flamed orange, I took oh yeah, orange oil that works super and good, Everclear, and mixed it up. Yeah, and that works a little atomizer, really good over a match, and you pretty much melt all the hair off your knuckles. Yeah, that does work really good. <laughs> uh, Okay, and then the last thing I put on this uh, non-essential bar list is speed pours because, man, those make your life so much easier. They really do. But they're um, so expensive. They're kind of expensive, but we're talking about home bar. So, you're, you know, we went over this this list of uh, yeah. basic bottles. So even if your home bar consisted of 10 bottles, right, which is a lot, mm-hmm. Um. Just Which I have a I have a hard time keeping that many bottles because as they get opened, I just drink them. Right. Which is why speed pours are good. You <laughs> because can't it's hard to drink directly from the bottle. <laughs> you can, however, pour it in your mouth. Uh the speed pours you can buy in packs of They're like ten or twelve. Yeah, probably like ten or twenty, I would say, is oh, most okay. common. Now they do get kind of expensive. However, you can run them through your dishwasher and they don't really break all that often. No, what happens is they um plastic kind of starts to mold to the shape of the bottle. Right. So like once it's been in the bottle for a long time, now it just lives in that bottle. So you'll yeah. have to just swap but, it out to its new bottle. You know, but. Here's the thing. If you are buying that bottle of Cointreau, like we suggested, mm-hmm. when that runs out and you buy a new one, you just use the same topper and it's exactly. the exact size it needs to be. Yep. Uh, now, obviously, if it starts uh, leaking, something like that, just toss it. Just Every use now and one. again, yeah, they do break. They really are nice to have, though, because- Man, they're so nice. It makes it a lot more controlled when you're pouring and measuring into your jigger, which yeah. is super important. You won't spill as much. You won't spill. Which um, is good because you won't waste booze. Exactly. And it's nice because if you need a dash of something, you can plug that little uh, hole Breather on the hole. top. Yeah. And you can just give it a little pump. And it's almost like having a bitters bottle. Mm. Uh, you can just get a nice little small amount uh, into your cocktail. So they really are nice to have. Uh, they do make your bottles a little bit taller. So just know that depending yeah, on Yeah, depending on what shelf you're putting them under. Yeah, like some people have like a like a booze shelf, you know, some people keep them in cabinets, stuff like that. Just be aware that if you're gonna, if they're going to live with those on there, maybe it's something that you take out and wash and put the caps back on after your party. If it was me, I would just leave them on. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, just know they will they will add probably like inch and a half, maybe even 2 inches in some cases. They're they're kind of tall. Mm. Um, but yeah, I think that was, that was the list that I had. I think that's pretty solid. Let me see if I can, um, come up with some other ones. Think of anything else. Uh, something there was like mixing glasses. 
the big mixing glasses, they look sexy. They look we, super We touched cool. a little bit on them already. Uh, if you, well, that was a tough one for me because even though they look really cool, I still much prefer using the tins. The tins, you get a, a better result. So even if you do a lot of stirred drinks. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, because if you're going to use those big thick glasses, uh, it would be best to store it in the freezer or store it with true, ice in true. it to get it already cold you before could you do start. That. If you if you want to ball out and you have freezer space, you could get a couple like really badass uh, mixing glasses. They have like the nice little pour spout on them. Um, you you could definitely do that. The thing yeah. is, is after you use it one time, it's you gotta not- dump it and you're rinsing it. Now you're back to room temperature or hot, depending on what right. you did. And then you'd have to pack it full of ice first. Yeah. Then dump it. It would become add- tedious. However, if you're just sexy. making these drinks after a long day at the office for yourself, that might be worth it. Because then you can yeah. make yourself a, a banging Manhattan or old-fashioned. I mean, or, I'm not going to lie. I have a couple of those mixing glasses at home, even though we don't use them. I don't use them at home either. <laughs> they, <laughs> they look just, really They cool. just look pretty. Yeah. They look awesome. And it's nice to be able to stir without having to hold the glass because they're so heavy they yep. just sit where you put them. Yep. Not like a 10. You'll fucking accidentally knock right. it over sometimes. Um. So my roommate had a pretty nice one for a while that I used at the house, but... I didn't end up breaking it, thankfully. Um, but after I made myself a couple drinks, I was trying to rinse it in the sink, and I dropped definitely it. dropped it. Ooh. And I thought, sure, I was going to break like the little spout off. Uh-huh. Um, so that's the downside. Anything that's glass, yeah, I just glass. I love glass as a as a vessel. Like um, you know, obviously your your glassware, which maybe we'll cover in another episode. But your your glassware at, at your house is important. You're bound to chip or break something eventually. That's going to happen. But mixing glasses can get kind of expensive, and I just feel like I'm I'm a clumsy enough person that I would just break them. So totally. tins all the way for yep, me. Yep. Um, okay. Well, anything else you think of then? I mean, All these bar tool stuff. I'm sure if I deliberated long enough, I could think of something. But mm-hmm. I think that really covers like most of the bases. And once again, these are pretty non-essential things this is like you guys are getting pretty into it you're you have an interest in making drinks yeah it's it's just it's just like everything else it's way easier with the proper tools right you You don't need to you don't need to to have them but it makes life easier. i will say just ask yourself this question if you if you're the type of drinker that really enjoys uh sours or like margarita style drinks, something that has that fresh citrus to it. Um, do yourself a favor and get Buy that juicer. a hand juicer. Yeah. Um, that is like one of the items on this list that is almost, almost non-negotiable yeah. for me. Um, if you only drink old fashions, probably you, don't care. You don't need it. Nope. Buy a badass peeler. Yeah, definitely get a peeler. Um, the scale, I think, is gonna. You, is you gonna will be need that for handy. everybody. Um, but I, I could understand, like, if you have no other purpose for it, you might just want to eyeball your your simple syrup. Now, here's the thing. If you're going to eyeball it, at least still use, like, a measuring yeah, cup. Yeah, at least measure it, yeah. Right? So, so it's at least have, consistent each exactly, time you do The consistency it. is the key. It doesn't need to be exactly one-to-one. It needs to be the same every time you make it. So if you're not going to invest in a scale, uh, get yourself, if or you might already have one, uh, get yourself one of these, like, you know, Pyrex... Um, kind of measuring cups or something like that and just measure 
a very consistent amount every time. But beyond that, um, everything else is kind of just uh, just flash or just, you know, like, yeah. this would be cool to have. Maybe you're shopping online like we do frequently and you're like, that's cool. <laughs> I'm going to buy that. Drunk shopping is a real thing, folks. Dude, it is. Uh, yeah. I have to I have to put my phone away. Cause yeah. There's been lots of times that shit just shows up at my door and I'm like, what the fuck is this? And I'm well, like, oh, I did order that when I was fucking hammered. Yeah, I've done that. I did that this week. Ooh, what'd you buy? Um, well, it was actually, it was stuff I needed, so it wasn't oh, okay. a problem, right. but I, I have definitely ordered things that I, like, didn't need, and when it shows up, I'm like, oh, I forgot I bought that. <laughs> Not mad that I have it. Yeah. Um, but no, I did I did that. I needed some, uh, some USB cables, mm. but it was such a non-fun purchase that it was one of those things where I just... Bought it. I happened to be drunk when I ordered about uh, ordered them, so I forgot about it. And then they showed up a couple of days later, and I was like, huh, "Huh, I do need these, so this is fine." That was just drunk you taking care right. of sober you. I was, yeah, I was just taking care of business, you know. Okay, well, badass. Thanks for joining us, guys. Uh, any questions you have, uh, put it in our comments section. Like, subscribe, share, and make sure you visit us on uh, HousemadeSyrup.com. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers.